All right, here we go. And three, two, one. That's okay. See, I can never work. I can never work it out because that was that was you, Adam. Was it? Was a bit delayed. Am I right? No, I don't that? think so. Oh, was it you then, Adam? It, it could have been the Skype. It could be that oh, everybody okay. hears a delay. Yeah, it won't matter once I line it up. Well, there is quite there is quite a bit of space between us. To be fair, so. there's always one fucker who wants to have the last clap. Sorry. <laughs> All right, here we go. You're gonna get hooked on that thing. I can see it now. Sixteen thousand bags of Cheetos later, you wake up, you're thirty-five, you're overweight, you're crying about your life in front of the soaps. I just did you a favor. You stupid, ignorant son of a bitch, dumb bastard! Jesus Christ, I've met some dumb bastards in my time, but you outdo them all. Get over there! Look up "idiot" in the dictionary. You know what you'll find? A picture of me? No. The definition of the word "idiot," which you fucking are. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. It's an inanimate fucking object. You're an inanimate fucking object. You dirty-eating piece of slime. You scum-sucking pig. You son of a motherless goat. You blithering, blundering, bull-nosed, blockheaded, pot-bellied, ham-fisted jackass. You are pukes. You're the lowest form of life on earth. You are not even human fucking beings. You are nothing but unorganized, grabastic pieces of amphibian shit. You're the problem. You're the fucking problem. You fucking Dr. White, onking, jam rag, arking, spunk, bubble, fucking hoity toity. Hey, buddy, fucking. Hey. Nothing with curse words, all right? Kiss my sweaty balls, you fat fuck. In your general direction, your mother was a hamster, and your father smelt of elderberries. You're sitting there, you're wondering, do I have food on my face? Am I eating? Am I talking too much? Are they talking enough? Am I interested? I'm not really interested. Should I play like I'm interested, but I'm not that interested? But I think she might be interested. But do I want to be interested? But now she's not interested. So now all of a sudden, I'm getting, I'm starting to get interested. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response. Were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought? Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Pardon my French, but you're an asshole. Welcome to our rant show. I'm Alan Sanders here to guide today's cast of smart, swanky, silly, sly, and slick social commentating heavyweights through a host of topics that rankle our nerves, raise our eyebrows, aggravate our sensibilities, and irritate the crap out of us. Joining me on today's episode are two other members of the 60 Minutes with cast. First up, we welcome back the guy who can also be heard on the Clint cast, the ABCs of gaming, and the ABCs of fording ahead. He's the do re mi fa so so and so on and so forth of the gang, Mr. Ben Forty Ford. It's no bullshit. Welcome, Ben. Wow, that was an intro, mate. Thank you very much. That was fantastic. Yeah. I got inspired by you the last episode of Fording Ahead. I was like, crap, he did that so well. I better I better step up my game. This is what happens. You start recording with uh, uh, better people and it, and it raises your game. <laughs> It's true, though, isn't it? It, it does. No matter what you do, if you, if you play along with better and uh, more um, superior people, then uh, you have to up your game, don't you? So there we go. Have to up the game. And that's how I felt ever since being uh, asked to be part of you guys, uh, your guys' uh, shows and 
just I'm just flattered each and every time I find myself hosting one of these. Well, let's uh, introduce, we've got another gentleman joining us. Up next, a guy who can also be heard on the ABCs of gaming, but you can also catch him on Spotlight Reflection Show along with Chris Jellyman. Popping his cherry better than a zoot suit wearing cherry popping daddy, we've got Adam Perry. Welcome, Adam. Good fucking God. This professionalism is uh, is staggering. <laughs> I feel like the village idiot. <laughs> Somebody, somebody ring up the mayor. They're idiots missing. <laughs> Adam, it is a pleasure to finally have you joining us on one of these rant shows. You're a, you're a longtime voice with 60 Minutes With. I know you've, you've sat in on other shows, but your two big ones really are the ABCs of gaming where I first heard you. And I love you and Chris doing the Spotlight Reflections. They're movies that I also grew up with. And I love the fact that you're looking at movies that... You remember as a kid thinking, these were really great. And now you're going back and saying, were they as great as we remember them? So I love it. Nah, thanks a lot. No, it's, it's, uh, no, it's been good. Um, it, yeah, you never know. You never know looking back with rose tinted glasses if it's going to be the same or not. But um, we've been pretty lucky so far, I think. Or it just we had good taste when we were young. But um, no, it's good fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you've picked some movies that I didn't know or had different titles here in the States versus what was released in the UK. So that's also been fun. Yeah. That was it Dark Angel, I think. Had, I can't remember what it was called. Oh, we come in, I Come in Peace. I think that was called. It yeah, there, I Come right? in Peace. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Dolph Lundgren. Yes. But you leave in pieces. <laughs> Duh. Yeah, I'd never seen that film, but I really enjoyed it, actually. Yeah, um, no, it was it good. Yeah. good. Good laugh, that. There's always a level of nostalgia with all this stuff as well, isn't there? So it's good enough anyway, just for that. Even if they're terrible films, don't you find that the nostalgia pulls it through half the time? It, yeah, to be honest, it has a couple of times. If you've got really strong feelings on them, then you're going to be a little, you're going to go on them a bit lighter than, than you may do just a, a standard shit film that's brand new. If you've got something behind it in your own mind, then yeah, lovely jubbly. Now, there is a new facet you can add to this. If you ever, uh, if you've got kids, because I, I think I've told this story before to uh, Chris, uh, either via WhatsApp, I think I told you both uh, via WhatsApp, depending, but first time here, I think in a podcast did a something similar with my kids. The movie Willow, when I was a, a teenager, had come out in the theaters. It was the year I graduated high school, so it was sort of a big thing. A bunch of my friends, we all went out, saw this new George Lucas movie. It was sword and sorcery, and it had you know, uh, you know just this awesome, really cool story, at least in my mind, and all these cool places you're going to. And uh, I, when my kids got a little bit older, they had already seen, and that was the problem, they'd already seen so many better movies, like The Lord of the Rings, like Jurassic Park, where the visual effects had gotten so much better. I was like, oh, you guys are going to love Willow. And right at the two-headed dragon scene in the moat, they eventually stopped. And these were like seven, eight-year-old kids. These weren't, you know, three and four. They were seven or eight, still kind of young, but they'd seen other movies. And my one daughter looks at me and says, Dad, why does the monster move like those Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer things from Rankin Bass we always watch? I'm like, well, that's the stop motion. That's how they do it. Well, it looks dumb. It looks kind of silly. Why are we watching this again? And I couldn't finish the movie. I I'm, just turned it off. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping um, Adam's uh, shaking his head like me right now. I'm thinking yeah. to myself, I've never seen this film. Oh, no, 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 no. I have seen it. Not for a long time. <laughs> I've, never, I've never seen it. No. It's my, it's my fear, yeah, actually, my fear of midgets, I... mate. My fear of dwarves. <laughs> <laughs> it's because they're bollock They're high little they people, Ben. <laughs> little people. <laughs> oh, why do they have big penises? Little. So, why do they have say sort of um, the penises are in, you know, the right... What's the word you use? The right um, proportion in relation. 
a proportion that's in as well. Yeah, because they've got the, their bodies are the right size. They've just got those little arms and legs, and it, the, no, the cock is an appendage. So is that miniature as well? No, I have heard. No, I've heard. Yes, yes. <laughs> I've heard that uh, just like their regular heads are normal size, so are the little ones. Yeah, you have heard via the Google image search. <laughs> Stop it! I didn't know I was looking that up. <laughs> You guys are killing me. Well, uh, let's go ahead and get this underway. We uh, we love to talk about some of the things that do that do rankle our nerves and kind of get under our skin. And uh, Ben, I, I normally would start with one of the uh, one of you two first, but I wanted to actually open it up this time. Uh, I'm going to try to do it in a way that is not necessarily um, re- uh, referencing a current event because you never know when somebody's going to stumble across this podcast. And I think the concept is still applicable, even if the event that's happening right now has long been, you know, put in the rearview mirror. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to matter. It's hard to matter about anything really, isn't it? In the, in the scope of things. Okay. <laughs> Just recently, and this happened here in, in, in the United States. I don't know if it was reflected in uh, the international news. There was a person who got onto social media. She was saying that she was a nurse working in a ER kind of setting. And she was, complaining and crying on this little self-made video that she put on Instagram that she was being forced to work without protective gear. And then a local nightly news channel, the ABC network picked up, excuse me, not sitting on ABC, CBS picked up and ran the story. Okay. They ran the story showing her crying into her camera, talking to all of her followers about how it's not fair. And she was going to have to quit because she couldn't put herself in that position only to find out it was a lie, a complete 100% fabricated lie. And if you looked at her other social media, she said she was doing it specifically to gain followers because she wanted to be an influencer. Oh, wow. Can you believe wow, that? Wow, wow, wow. <sighs> what do you think of that, Adam? I think she's a fucking low life. <laughs> Did you see a picture of I mean, that? Did you see the video? Oh, yeah. Have you seen that? Was that, was that a story at all in the UK? Was that carried? I know I shared it on my social media, but Ben, I think only, I don't know how many of the guys over there have Facebook. I know you do. This is my problem. My news seems to come through Facebook. So I've seen it purely based upon the fact that you've shared it. I don't think it was in our, it wouldn't have made it to our news. I don't think we got our own sets of bullshit going on over here. So, uh, (laughs) But just in general, then have you had people over there that got caught doing something similar just to try to get the sympathy to hopefully it gets shared and retweeted or re or, or whatever, depending on whatever platform, you know, have you seen people that are so desperate for the attention that they're willing to go out and lie? And then it gets picked up by either a, a media outlet or somebody else. And it, it, it goes on social media trending and it turns out that it's not even true. I have to say, I have not seen anything with regards to that, but I, I see it kind of day to day with the general public acting like that, but there's no proof of it even yeah. though I know it's utter bullshit. Um, and they're doing that to get the, you know, to gain the likes as well. So um, there must be things, there must have been cases of this happening. Because there's oh, all sorts of coming out of the woodwork at the moment, isn't there? With um, people fucking it up, saying what's happening here and there. And, you know, and there is this generation of, I mean, the state of her, I mean, you need to see this video, Adam. The state of her, big-lipped, crying her eyes out. It's embarrassing. She should be an actress. She was, you know, really, really good. She played the part well. Well, apparently she is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's the thing, is it people, yeah, just, just people who who put so much on on likes and upvotes and this idea of being an influencer and becoming something through the medium of fuck all, essentially. But it, an influencer for what, do you think I, about? Well, God knows. 
Is it just? It, well, it's, it doesn't matter, does it? It's just about. It's just about getting enough people who are just following you for no fucking reason, um, and then you get people trying to get you to flog stuff and do advertising and whatnot, and then that's where you get your money coming in. But it, it's it's money for nothing, isn't it? Well, you get your chicks for free, if, chicks for free as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm bummed. She's gonna be here whole episode, folks. <laughs> and also, just quickly, what you were saying there, Adam, is like with 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 her, and uh, it should be illegal, shouldn't it? It should be. Do you think? Yeah. I think you should be fined for it or something to stop these. You know, it's one it. thing if you're gonna lie about what's going on in your family, maybe, or what's going on maybe in your in your social life. But she was lying about something that was significantly, you know. To me, it was criminal. You were basically yeah. accusing a hospital of acting with criminal negligence, and it was totally untrue. I mean, I'm, I'm sure I've heard of like um, like GoFundMe pages where people have um, put out a request for money for stuff like cancer treatment, and it turns out they don't have cancer. Oh, that kind of that kind of nefarious bullshit, which these people, you know, got the morals of a pit of snakes. They're just they're they're absolute bastards. And uh, no. Okay, so, the, Adam, that helps expand this 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 opening rant to maybe a little bit of a wider audience. What is it that these fucking retards were missing in their <laughs> upbringing that makes them think that it's okay to use social media to scam people, whether it's scamming them with information or scamming them for money, but just lying to people for their own benefit? Wow. Um, hard like, to say. What are they missing? I could, a good I, slap across the ass when they were five and stepped out of it line. Could be. It, it, it could be. It could have, it could have loads of things to do with, you know, we, you can't discipline anyone anymore. And I don't just mean like corporal discipline and physical discipline or whatever, but, you know, you can't, you can't tell anyone that they're wrong or that uh, they've done something bad or they're not perfect. There's, there's a whole generation of people being brought up, being told they're fucking perfect and they should expect to be the best at everything. Um, where fact is, you know what? Not everyone out there is fucking brilliant at everything. There are people who are better at things than other people. Everyone has a skill or a talent in at, at some level. It doesn't have to be fucking genius level. It could be at a, I can make a living out of this. I'm not the best in the world at it, but I'm good enough at it. But everyone now just thinks, because they're never told anything other than they're perfect, that oh, I don't fucking know. It's a lack of parenting maybe as well. I don't, don't you know how old was this how old was this woman was she young or was she in her mid 20s mid 20s definitely a millennial mid 20s so you know she she may have come from a home where parents just think oh fuck it we don't have to we don't have to teach them anything don't have to discipline anything they do that at school plop them in front of an iPad don't and don't you know don't interact with them as a child at all and all they do is see people screeching and shouting on the internet and on YouTube and whatever and think oh, I can just do that but they've never had that moral background of things drummed into them and what they should be as a human being, what it takes to be a human being and not think that what they're doing is just fucking repugnant. The weird part was there no backlash from it, from people who knew her saying what a complete and utter arsehole she is all the time anyway. Really? So you'd, you'd think, no, I'm saying, has that not happened? Oh. You would imagine that would have done. It's not as if you would just decide today, I'm going to go and do this. There's clearly a mental issue going. She's got mental yeah. problems going on. That there is, there is something wrong there, yeah? No, absolutely correct. Yeah. And I don't yeah. doubt that she probably lost some people that were close to her. In the meantime, she picked up tens of thousands of total strangers who not only buy it, aren't even going to bother to educate themselves that she got caught. Again, if you look at some other things with what's going on in the world at the moment, some false, false things being said, 
on an even worse level that all links into this, it's clearly a thing that people have no remorse in doing whatsoever. Certain people have no remorse in doing it. It's crazy. Um, it doesn't really, the attention, I mean, is it really that important? Is it a combination of, of, of learning to grow up without consequences, but also growing up almost encouraging a sense of narcissism? That it is all about you? Look, is it not the social media platform that exposes these people? These people have always been there. The likes wouldn't, the, the, the reason we see the likes is because of the platforms they can use to get that tick. These people have been there before all of this shit. You go back over all the generations, like on a more, on a more severe level, you'd have child molesters and you'd have killers and murderers and serial killers, okay, who have all of these issues going on mentally up top. And there are certainly levels, there's tears, aren't there? Surely there's tears and it comes down and then you end up at our level, which is perfection. So, <laughs> but you know, you know, you know what I'm saying. You know, yeah, but we've had that perfection beaten into us when we were little. <laughs> yeah, but you say that, but I mean, without going into my past, you know, I, I have I had a strong father figure on the end of a phone, but actually, there's some all sorts of shit I went through as a kid. But it didn't make me be that needy person to need this light. You know, I have morals. It's about morals and about understanding those morals and understanding backlash from things. I've got a feeling these people go through life not really thinking they've done anything wrong. There is a mm. mental problem there. They don't actually think they're doing anything wrong at all. I think that's exactly right. I think that's exactly dead on the nail right, yeah. that they've grown up thinking it doesn't matter. There's no consequences for my yeah. actions, so whatever I'm doing is okay. I wouldn't do that sort of thing, purely based on the fact, A, I have morals, B, I wouldn't better stand the backlash, and, I, and C, I'd hate myself for it. Whereas these people just seem to th- even getting bad feedback is probably feeding oh, their yeah. what they require there's know? no such so thing it, as bad feedback or bad yeah. like an upvote and a downvote are the same thing it's all about audience about who how many people are looking or watching or commenting or whatever she might have had 5000 people love what she was saying she might have had a, a, and then when she's when it's come down she'll get just as much in negative feedback but whether it's positive or negative doesn't seem to always matter to the to these sort well, of people. No, it's just, right, it's what, just attention. It's just that attention, yeah. isn't it? And social media is given like a quantitative given that, given that platform second by yeah. second about how pop, not even popular. That's not the right word. How out there you are. I can't think of the right word to use. But it's not about being popular. It's not about being unpopular. It's just about being in your own head, seen, right. and you know. It's about audience. Yeah. It's period. The size of your audience, period. It doesn't matter if they love you or hate you. If you've got 10,000 or 100,000 or, or 200,000 followers, you think you're important. Yeah. Well, it's when you see some of the YouTube videos and people say, oh, this, uh, whoever, um, I don't I don't know any YouTubers. But if someone puts <laughs> out a video and, uh, you know, it's, it's put out on the internet that they've done something really fucking horrible and really, really shit, then all that does is, you know, it, three times as many people will watch that video out of, uh, you know, rubbernecking or, or you know, just to see why it was so bad in the first place. And all, it all ends up at the same thing. It all ends up monetized and it all ends up in their bank account anyway. Because they're not going to kick them off any of these platforms because they make too much money. So what they do is kind of irrelevant because it's just about the finance behind it as well. So what morals don't count when money's involved. And you know, the part that goes with this that bothers the crap out of me is the copycat syndrome that goes along with mm. it. Because even if we realize someone's done something bad, and the guy, I don't know if you saw these videos, but somebody shot a video of himself going to the ice cream section of the grocery store, opened the tap, the top off the ice cream, licked it, put the top back on and put it back in the shelf, laughing 
and that video got put out there. Well, all of a sudden, it was like dozens and dozens of, of copycats. People were going to the store and licking ice cream and putting it back on the shelf. Now, the first guy got arrested and got a huge fine and was it was trying to be made an example of, but it's too late by then. Everyone's already thought, oh, look at all the fame he's gotten. He's on the news. He's on television. People are talking about him. They're sharing it. They're they're resharing it or retweeting it. But weirdly, uh, it, it bothers me. But they're sheep, weird, weirdly. In other words, there's not... What's the point in that? I would not want to be copying doing whatever someone else has done it's nothing unique they're just sheep what's the point of it i don't get it i don't understand what the point of it is once it's done once and you get arrested also the question i was going to ask if you get arrested and fined for it surely that should be enough but clearly not no because if they're getting copycat ones they don't give a shit but this woman here if you knew if we all knew right we're going to go and do something that factually is incorrect the facts are all going to come out and you get done for it and you're going to get fined fifty thousand pounds would you do it then? Probably not. Why do they not just set the stakes really high with the fines and go, if you go and do this and the facts are there, you'll get fined £50,000 and you've got to pay it. If you can't pay it, you go to prison. There we are. Won't, be, won't happen, will it? It won't. It won't happen because you're going to get people saying, it's my rights, freedom of speech. I'm like, but you don't have the freedom to lie. You don't have the freedom to, to, to you know, accuse people of crimes they didn't commit. And you haven't you know, got- But people don't even understand what freedom of speech means. They just think freedom of speech means I have the right to be heard. And also, you, don't. you wouldn't have the prison space anyway, would you? Imagine, imagine. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. <laughs> imagine how many... We're going to just lock up the millennials, period. Yeah. <laughs> They're all gone. Uh, I, I, th- I just think this is a, a, a recurring theme that we're going to hopefully see addressed. Maybe it's going to take the next generation. Maybe it's going to be the kids of these, of these individuals who go... Jesus, my mom and dad are complete cockups. They don't take responsibility for anything. They, they, they're never, it's never their fault for anything. They're a, they're a victim of the world. There's always someone to blame. They never take responsibility. Maybe that pendulum will swing back the other way with Gen Z. Who knows? Again, there's still quite a small amount of cases in comparison to how many people in this world, you know, so it's a bit of a hard one. I don't think, I mean, the millennial thing, as I said before, my children are millennials and they're nothing like that at all. So. I would say the majority, the, the, the majority of people surely are not like that. But it just takes... Um, not takes, maybe to that extreme, yeah. but I do think that there is an entire generation. The reason it's called millennial wasn't because they came around during the new millennia. Yeah. It was because they were called the me generation because yeah, it was all yeah, about yeah. me. And so it got the name millennial. Like, it's yeah, me. Yeah. It's all about me. Okay. But then, but then that's, but that's surely, that's, that's, a dem- that's a demographic, isn't it? That's a, that's a certain percentage. It's not... All of them. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's a, you don't paint with the wide brush and say every, but yeah. it's certainly, it does define to an extent that generation. Yeah, true. And that, because that, that is because it, what is it? Because it's coincided with all the technologies we're talking about. Yeah, That's there's a platform, isn't it? For it, everyone, it could be. Yeah. For everyone yeah. to be heard. Could be. And also, and I'm going to take a little bit of blame here as well, being Ben, you and I, even yeah. though we raised our children as properly as we could and they don't act as well, you know, to the extreme of these people. Uh, Gen Xers are getting the blame for being the helicopter parents. We want to try to give our kids everything yeah, yeah. and bubble wrap them and keep them insulated and tell them uh, it's not your fault. It's the teacher's fault. And it's not your fault. It's the coach's fault. And it's not your fault. It's the music coach that didn't understand your talent. You know, yeah, we yeah, wanted yeah. to yeah. bubble wrap our kids and maybe we've done them a huge disservice by shielding them from adversity. Totally. I agree. Shit, so there we go. I failed. God, hey, God, you fucking Gen Xers, what the fuck is wrong with you? Was it not our parents, though? It was our parents are the bastards who went and fucked around and shagged them, the swinging 60s and all that shit. No, and did all the drugs. My mom, and, and, yeah. 
I don't think so. My parents were the were of that generation that sort of, you know, you beat your kids or their kids are seen and not heard. <laughs> I was well, maybe because I was raised by a military dad. My dad was a so. career army guy. My- and so discipline and the sense of right and wrong was literally drummed into us with a strap. I, I mean, think. it was you stepped out of line. You you understood that if you got caught pain was coming your way i never had that my mum would slap me i mean again we were split family i didn't live with my dad but my, but my dad would just better talk to me on the phone and that was it that was good enough down the phone 65 miles away and i would shut up and deal with it so he had an amazing control of that so it's a bit different for me but um yeah i don't know i really don't know i just think that i never had i never had to take the beatings all that really um and yet i turned out pretty okay yeah <laughs> just about <laughs> <laughs> you know what though and we can roll this we'll move on to another topic yeah. here because i don't want to just drone on this one for the whole time but i do think and i've always been a big fan of sort of the oriental culture especially oh yeah the sense of honor yeah. <laughs> yeah love eating that but then i'm always hungry an hour later yeah <laughs> <laughs> One of my life goals, this is, I'm telling you. I'll have it one day. Uh, Lovely Chinese takeaway. No, there we go. <laughs> Look, I just want takeout for about 20 minutes. Is that all? 20 minutes? And then a happy ending. <laughs> <laughs> no, in all honesty, the, the their concept of honor, of you don't do something that would bring shame to the family or shame to your name. And we don't do that anymore. We don't really instill the sense of shame and I wish we had a little bit more of that. Maybe that would help. You are clearly not watching the same porn channels as I have, mate. Trust me. <laughs> There's some very different kinds of honor out there. If you, if, yeah. da- Daddy Wong would not be happy with some of these girls, I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> How many ejaculations at once? Uh, All right. I, try, I tried to evoke something maybe cultural and significant, but hey, you know what? Fuck it. It's done. <laughs> but if we can talk Indians now for those Asians, you're right. They certainly are like that. The Indians. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't see many Indians on the porn channels, do you? Do you know what I mean? You really don't. Well, I don't know where no. you're looking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Well, that's because that's because Mama Gertie sit on your face. It's a dirty experience. And plus, they're all married at twelve, so they're all well past it. Well, that's true. Yeah. Uh, I, I just, I think in, in, in closing out this topic, I, I don't know what what the answer is going to be beyond maybe continuing to draw attention to it. I just continue exposing them. Yeah. I just, I feel like parents, whoever's hearing today, if you're, if you've got young children. You know what? Sometimes they should go without. You should take the iPad away. You oh, should yeah. tell them no, and you should be honest with them. If they can't hold a tune in a bucket, don't tell them they're the greatest singer in the world. Just say, oh, isn't that sweet or isn't that special? But maybe you should try something else. <laughs> be honest, because you lie to them for 18, 20 years. Oh, yeah. It's no reason. There's no. There's, we shouldn't be surprised when they get out in the real world and have no sense of reality. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. All right, Ben, what do you got for your topic? Seems a bit lame now, but <laughs> but it's not umbrellas, right? Can we talk about? <laughs> umbrellas. I'm intrigued by can... the umbrellas. Honestly, you wouldn't be that much. It's not that interesting. But no, seriously, let's talk about because a lot of my stuff comes from traveling. Because that's what I do when I'm out at work and stuff. So um, I need to discuss railway crossings and the time it ta- <laughs> the time it takes to have those bastard gates shut. Okay. 
We've got a place just up the road here called Eastergate, and it runs all the way through to, towards Ch- Chichester as well. And it must be the same all over the country. There is no need to have gates shut for must be five minutes before a train comes through. And it's no bullshit. That's five minutes. What is the point? You get a massive, great big long line of a massive queue up. We're talking queues that go back maybe two miles in this particular area. Okay. You can guarantee if you're at the back of that queue, you've got to wait probably three or four times in the hour before you can actually get through this crossing. It, I don't understand why a train crossing has to shut five minutes at least before a train comes through. It's ridiculous. That is way too much time. Is that for every one of the crossings? For every because... one that I experience, yes. All over, the really? co- all over the country, yes. Unless they're in some small, tiny, pokey town, you know, the little ones that just got one gate on either side, hardly trains come through, obviously very different. But this is just crazy. It's a known that, you know, this particular one they've been talking about for years of actually building a bridge because it's so poor, building a bridge to actually go over the top of it. But that itself would mean demolishing houses. So you can't really do that. But, you know, so, yeah, I just think it's bullshit. It's, it's a, a ridiculous amount of time. And, you know, I've, I've watched it where it's at some point even eight or nine minutes. It makes no sense to me whatsoever. Now, do you have a history in your country of folks that were trying to beat the train before that they decided they needed to extend how long the gates are down before it actually shows up? Well, I mean, I've seen those videos before of people doing that. And, yeah. You know, especially the ones, you know, I, speak, I mean, it always worked out okay in the films, didn't it? So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I would think that I would think that by by people knowing that it's going to take five or six minutes, you might be encouraging them to go through the gates well, it's- like to, to go around them. Well, you can't these these ones where you you can't they're they're four gates. Oh, you can't. Yeah, you must have the same over there, didn't you? Where it's, it's well, we've got up. here, and I've watched this because we have a set of tracks that go right through town, right where my uh, radio station is, and I can see. And I watched someone miss getting hit by a train by maybe six seconds because the crossing guards, when they come down, only block the one side of the street, just right. the side that the cars are flowing. So you can do like this little S or you know kind of an S zigzag yep. and go past the barriers. And so because of that, people will sometimes do that thinking, oh, I've got plenty of time. This train's not going to come here for another, you know, 60, 70 seconds. And a lot of times when those trains are hauling, they can, when those gates come down, it's less than 30 seconds. They're showing up. I have no idea why you'd even risk it. Oh, I don't either. I think it's dumb. But most times you can but, actually have a quick peek, can't you? If you're walking, you can actually have a little look and see if a train's coming. You don't yeah. know if you've got time to get across or not, but you just can't do that in a car, obviously. So. True. Yeah. I just, I, I don't know. It's just, it, it's obviously just a personal experience to me. It's, and you've got to remember, I do a lot of driving. So I travel and I have to go through an awful lot of these. And the amount of time it adds to a day sometimes is ridiculous. It's absolutely and, and you travel all over. It's not like you're just in one little yeah. area of, of, uh, of Britain. So in all the crossing guards, whether it's in the countryside or whether it's in a m- metropolitan area, they all have these extremely long wait times. Uh, the majority of them, I would say, 100%. I mean, what did you think, Adam? I mean, you, you must have train crossings where you are. Yeah, no, I've, I've, I don't go through that. Do you drive? Yes, I do drive, yes. <laughs> you you <laughs> do drive. Yeah. And I drive quite a lot, but I don't go over many, many crossings. And to be honest, I've, I've not been caught at many. Um, there was there was one about a month ago where there were two crossings within about 200 metres of each other, and I got caught oh. behind, in front of the first one, then got caught in between the two as well. So I got both of them. And that was yeah. I was I was stationary there for about twenty five minutes in total, which was mental. Did you turn Did you turn your engine off as well? Yes, to save the planet. Well yes, yeah. <laughs> that's what save you, the planet. That's what you get, don't you? Those signs up. Cut yeah. the power for pollution. Yeah, I just yeah. got out of the car calmly and I set fire to the forest that I was next to. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I turned the car off, but flicked the cigarette out the window yeah. and lit the yeah. lit the woods on fire. Yeah, yeah. Get me hands warm. <laughs> You know, there is a train track uh, where I live. Trains are, are are pretty extensive and there's a we have a very, very large coal power uh, plant, a power plant that actually is one of the largest in the southeast. It's I think still one of the largest in all of North America as far as coal burning. And so uh, about twice a day, we have a train go through that's nothing but coal cars just bringing coal. That train is about three and a half miles long. And because it goes through two small streets that don't have um, like the there's they're, they're just really small, almost like uh, residential type streets. They go super, super slow. And there is nothing worse than when I see the crossing guard coming down because there's no way around. You have to just wait. And that train easily takes 15 minutes just to go by because it has to go so slow through the intersection. And I will tell you, Ben, I don't have to worry about the crossing guards as far as how long it takes. I just have to worry about how fucking long that train takes. Yeah. And do you turn your engine off as well? <laughs> no. Just no. revving. <laughs> no, I'm I'm from America, man. We just leave, leave everything going. In fact, yeah. I've in fact I turn all my I turn the radio on, I turn the HVAC on, I put the windows down, I sit back, I get the barbecue going. I got things to do, man. <laughs> yeah, too right. I agree. I crack open a beer, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, too right. We could probably just have everybody that's listening have all recognized what it's like to get caught by that train, whether it's the train crossing guards or the train, and it never happens at a, there's never a convenient time anyway, but it always seems to be, for me, because where I live, it's, if I'm late to get somewhere, I just, I know something's happening, I'm like, ah, shit, I've got just enough time, swear to God, every time's like, and there's the coal train, you know, and now I'm really going to be late. Yeah. It's usually when you're just starting to need a piss or a shit. And you're just thinking about stopping off and uh, and doing your doing your business, and that's when you get caught. <laughs> well, I don't know how bad traffic in general is in your areas. Uh, I obviously some of the motorways are probably they get their typical rush hour. I learned for a, a, a long time ago because I had to drive back and forth to Atlanta, and it was just a traffic nightmare. Even if I felt like a tingle of a having to go to the bathroom, I forced myself to go before getting on the road because there's nothing worse than being trapped. And all of a sudden, Mother Nature goes, should have gone to the bathroom before you left. Yeah, I could just jump in the back of my van and do it in a mug. That's what I do sometimes. Oh, shit. I've had to. Yeah, but if you have to do a number two. I've had to do a number two before into one of my Costa takeaway cups (laughs) in the back of my van. It's horrific. I've had to do it. Had to do it. It's awful. Yeah. Okay, so even though you've done it, you still recognize it's horrible to have to. It's totally horrible, especially when you forget you've done it in that cup as well. And you go for a drink. I had a... <laughs> and you, had a, had and a, you take a swig. <laughs> oh, wrong cup, wrong cup. <laughs> I had a buddy of mine battled through traffic, had one of those, uh, you know, had the Super Burrito Supreme the night before, and it was coming back in its same form. And he got to work, and I think the elation of knowing he was getting out of the car... Everything let loose and he just completely soiled himself. And he said, I couldn't help it. He said, I knew there was no way I was going to walk in the front door. He said, as nasty as it was, I got right back in my car and went home. Yeah. Oh, well, he's that just sit there in his shit. That's just, oh. He just, he's like, I could not. He goes, I, I knew I could have walked into the lobby. Chances are no one would have noticed. I could have taken my pants off, rinsed them, and then put on wet pants and then gone home. I couldn't even bring myself to do that. I just got in the car. And I realized I was going to have to shampoo my seats and all that, but he just oh, went yeah. home, just just 
a, a diarrhea oh. overload in his in his drawers. <laughs> Man, could you imagine if we just opened this up for people sharing their most embarrassing, you know, stories like that for having gotten caught in rush hour? Because I know I've done the Gatorade cup thing before. I always keep a jug, an empty jug. My wife is always like, why don't you throw that away? I'm like, uh, just, uh, I just like to keep it in there just in case. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I always keep an emergency container just in case Mr. You know, Na- mother nature shows up and, uh, and I don't have any time to get off the, for an exit or something. Yeah, Cause we're lucky. We can just go up against the tree. Can't we ever, no, we're, we're pretty lucky with that as men, as men. We are, we are definitely luckier yeah. as far as males. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Adam, what about you? What do you got to bring to the table for your debut? Oh your debut. God, I haven't really got anything to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what's it like to be in living in hunky dory land where everything goes great? No, I'm just trying to keep calm at the moment. In, in view of certain <laughs> situations, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm just. I'm, I'm sort of at a level as it stands. Um, I'm not seeing enough people to get annoyed at anyone in particular, and um, the you know the situations with what's going on is what it is, and you know we're not we're not here to talk about that. So it, yeah, I'm just <laughs> keeping my head down. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? That's about all we can do right now. Just try to like, stay out of the way, keep your head down, and let it go, let it run its course, right? Yeah. It, it I, I, like- I've actually forgotten. <laughs> I've forgotten <laughs> it's going on. I've just been locked away in my VR world. Indoors. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Did anything piss you off in that? No, nah, it's amazing. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Wrong show. Can't talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there really aren't too many rules on the ranch show. Well, apparently there's a couple, yeah, but other than say, that. A couple of pretty strong ones. <laughs> Boy, so I guess right now you've, uh, you, you're uh, you're feeling pretty good. Uh, you like being, you know, doing the little home type projects, you know, staying around the house, you know, taking care of the garden, doing oh, some lawn no, work, stuff it, like I that. I hate gardening. <laughs> I bought a house with a garden. I'm thinking stupidly that I'd, I'd probably get into it. And uh, no, no, not at all. So it's fun. So you've been working hard, Alan. You've been working way too hard, Alan. You can tell by the pictures. Oh, uh. holy crap, dude. I have my, I, you know what? To get a break, I need to go back to work because my <laughs> wife continues to come up with these projects for me to work on that are absolutely breaking my back. Do you get any projects just for her? Moved. Do you do any projects for her? Do, this is a project for her. <laughs> Every one of the projects is for her. Do you think oh, no, I no. had? <laughs> okay. Do you, you think I decided to myself, <laughs> I really want to move uh, 1,400 scoopfuls of dirt from that pile into those boxes right over there? Well, set her some projects. I'm bored her. today. Get her to do something for you. Bit the old nosh on the old cosh, for starters. <laughs> <laughs> Give her a bad back. Get down there, woman. <laughs> yeah, ben- yeah she's gonna listen she's gonna listen to this episode and go uh, excuse me <laughs> she's like because you think that's all funny guess what we're gonna do today <laughs> i've got church lady <laughs> isn't that special <laughs> you don't know church lady do you no from the the old saturday night live oh it was a dana carvey character he came up with and she was like this uh older like religious zealot who would be like mm-hmm who else would make you go and bend on your knees and nosh on somebody's uh-huh. wa- naughty bits? Mm, maybe Satan? Mm. <laughs> does your wife sound like that? No, she doesn't. But she she does in my head when I retell the stories. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to, for anybody who's thinking otherwise, I dearly love my wife. Oh, yeah. And she can really thank wife number one for that. Because thanks to wife number one, wife number two can pretty much not do anything wrong. Yeah, good old wife number one. Well done. 
Let's all stand up and give a one minute clap. Come on. (laughs) You're you're never truly useless. You can always set the bar so low, everybody else excels. All right. Well, let's do this. Let us move into the segment that I really, really enjoy. A chance for us to learn a little bit about each other and uh, the audience can sort of play along at home. It's a little segment we like to call Would You Rather? And we give you, we'll go through uh, each of you guys back and forth. We'll all take a, a stab at it, but people playing along listening can also weigh in. And if you want to share it on social media, we'll give you all of that at the end of the episode where you can reach out, contact us on social media or or on the website and all that good stuff. But we like to give you a couple of really uh, kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't situations, but you still have to pick one. And let's open it up with Ben. Are you ready, Mr. Ooh, uh, Mr. 44? <laughs> I'm rough and ready as always, yeah. All right, Ben. And this is, see, if anybody who thinks, well, you just find these like online or whatever. No, I write these before every episode based on who's going to be on the show. So, Ben, this should be an easy one for you. Ready? Okay, go for it. Yeah. Ben, would you rather only watch movies via a virtual reality rig, but you have to always be by yourself, or only watch movies on a flat screen, but at least you get the company of others? <sighs> easy. VR. <laughs> That, that's a simple question. I pretty much live on my own. I'm a loner. That's how I love my life. Single man. Love it. In my own little world. VR porn. You name it. I must. So when family drops in and you want to watch a movie together and you say, I can't watch it because I can only no, watch it by myself. They, they, you're okay with that. I can only go by it. They're not interested in sitting watching movies with me. We never, ever sit down and watch movies together. So if you'd said video games, that'd be a bit of a different story. But no, we don't watch movies together. So I win on this one. There you, well, that was an easy one for you then. Yeah. It wasn't really a choice. You had, it was easy for you. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, Adam, what about uh, you? If you could only watch movies via VR, but you had to do it by yourself, or you could watch it but with others, but you had to do it via flat screen, which would you Oh, VR. <laughs> <laughs> easy. Easy. Now, that's not just because of the statement of today, right? No, I mean, no. <laughs> I know we got to be alone, but... No, it's... it's, it's when I watch a film, I, <laughs> I like to concentrate on what's going on. And other people just mean noise and things that start to irk me and people eating too much or making noises or asking questions. If I can shut myself out of that, it's incredibly selfish, but I, who gives a fuck? I, I'd much rather do that. Um, and, you know, also, like... I, like uh, Becca, she, um, we've got sort of slightly different film tastes anyway. So if there's anything with too much violence or anything like that, and I end up watching that on my own as it is. So I, I think, yeah, I, I've, I could quite happily just watch them on my own and then wait for said other per- people to watch it and then have the discussion after, after that. Um, but I don't like being interrupted when I'm watching films at all. Oh, easy peasy wow. as well. well. I don't, I don't think any of us necessarily likes to be interrupted, but there's something about being in a room with other people. I, I would give up uh, now. Granted, unfortunately I can't, I can't tell you about the VR experience cause I don't have a rig. Although after everything Ben's been talking about today, I was like, I really want to try it. It looks, it sounds really cool, especially depending on what kind of movies you might want to download and rent. But I would choose if it had to be right now, as of this particular moment, I'd pick, I'd rather watch it on a flat screen, but know that I could have other people in the room just in case if we all laugh together at something or start, you know, getting a little drippy eye because it touches a a heartstring or, or we just say, Hey, can you pause it for a second and go get another beer or go grab some more popcorn? Just the fact that I'm with somebody and I don't feel isolated. I don't want people talking through the movie, 
but I love the shared movie watching experience. Oh, so I, I, I think mad second. when people when people pause films to go and do anything. I like to be prepared. <laughs> <laughs> Drives me mental. Someone pauses if it, don't, no if. Go to the toilet beforehand. Get anything you're going to eat and drink quietly, not noisily. Oh, but get it all ready beforehand. I'm a, yeah, I'm a bit weird. Bit weird like but that. Don't go getting your fucking <laughs> smartphone out. Oh, there's trouble. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> but no. I, oh, we if can we keep it. We can have a whole discussion right now on theater, oh, movie yeah. theater etiquette, right? Oh. <laughs> Adam's like, sounds like Frankenstein's monster <laughs> over here. <laughs> There's also an element for me, in my experience, actually, watching films with people, there's an element of that moment where you realise the other person's not enjoying it. That makes me very uncomfortable. Yeah, no, where I get that, yeah. If I, yeah, if I'm enjoying something and I'm thinking, well, they're not, you're, you, you're quite on edge. You're constantly thinking, well, if you're not enjoying it, I now can't sit here and enjoy it myself. So that all of this VR will take all of that shit away and uh, just, just, just enjoy what I like to watch. Yeah, if I can Simple. keep other mediums open, like games, music, and standard TV or whatever, then yeah, I'm, films. Yeah, I'd choose. I'd, yeah, I'd go with that. Yeah. Oh, I got a VR question then, Ben. You've been discovering this, and you said that uh, you can invite people over to your movie yep. watching channel, yep. so you could be completely alone in your own room and yet virtually invite people over. You can. Do I have the ability to get up and bother you while you're watching it by standing in front of your virtual avatar? Unfortunately, I can mute all of that shit as well. You you can mute all that and remove all of that. But actually, the fact that you can do all of this as well, would would those rules be allowed? Can we have virtual beings next to us, even though we can still chat on your head? We can still talk to each other and eat popcorn together whilst watching stuff. You're not really... When I wrote... When I wrote the question, I was thinking, no, it's about isolation. <laughs> well, <laughs> but I guess technically there is a way to. God, isn't that sad? We've discovered a way that we can all watch movies together and still be completely fucking alone. <laughs> I'm naked. I sat in it. I sat. Uh, yeah, I was naked. I've been. Do you know what? I've sat all day naked. <laughs> I was right. naked. I, I, I was naked all day today. <laughs> Only just earlier to come, to come and record this podcast, I put some underwear on. I don't know why, but I just. <laughs> Hold on. I felt you it was were, the right thing to do. You were VR, but balls out. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just fantastic. I have way too many dogs to risk that. I don't need anybody sniffing where they're not supposed to. I'm, so. I'm really Brad. hoping at some point a burglar actually broke into your house, walked into the front room and just saw you bollock naked with a VR headset on, strafing around the room. With, and just do you t- know what? thought, nah. And you just, ru- you just ruined it on his you face just ruined going, it for this me is now. the best movie ever. <laughs> You've now made me think of something that I hadn't thought about before. <laughs> I'm never using VR again. <laughs> yeah. Well, just lock the door. It is locked. Oh, trust me. Yeah, trust me. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that was a that was a nice discussion as a result of the first. Would you rather? <laughs> I like that. Okay, Adam, you get the first na- one on yep. this one. Adam, <laughs> would you rather get a free subscription to an all '80s action movie service? but it will only play the movies of Jean-Claude Van Damme or get a free subscription to an all nineties movie action service, but it only plays the movies of Steven Seagal. Uh, Van Damme. Van Damme. Mm-hmm. You like Van Goddamme? Yes. I think, it, I think his films are both excellent and shit in a way that Seagal doesn't quite manage. Seagal's got his own thing going, but he's funnier in his later life when he has that weird fucking beaver tail haircut and he grows that little beard and he's a policeman and he's mental. Um, as far as films go... <laughs> Van Damme, every time. You get you get buttocks, splits, yeah. 
Lots dancing. of gurning. Oh, the, yeah, yeah. It's, the dancing is genius. It's fantastic, yeah. yeah. Van, D- Van Damme for me. Okay. All right, Ben, what about you? You get an all-80s action network, but it's only Jean-Claude Van Damme flicks, or a 90s all-action movie service, but only Steven Seagal flicks? Absolute no-brainer for me, Jean-Claude Van Damme. He's a major hero of mine from the 80s. So, um, yeah, I love Van Damme films. And I've got to say, I don't particularly like Steven Seagal. He's a bullshit. He's full of shit. I don't like him <laughs> so well. He's not all there. He's a mental case. And he lied about meeting Bruce Lee and all that shit. Bruce Lee is a big hero of mine. He spoke out of his ass. Now, wait a second. I'm not talking about that you have to like the actor in real life. I'm talking about the movie. I don't think his movies are as good as um, Van Damme's, if I'm honest. I mean, they're all cheese fests, but I think Van Damme has the better stock movies. If, if, if I'm honest, and uh, okay, yeah, he's uh, he's got a wider breadth of film, I think. I, I, do you know, I, I, I don't really know what Steven Seagal has done. What Under Siege that's probably his best one in it, and um, whereas I think Van Damme's done way more good movies, so good bad movies, if you know what I mean. Well, this is funny, I'm gonna actually disagree with both of you again, I, and I love both, and I was a child of the 80s, but there is something about having a wisecracking ponytailed not taking any shit and doesn't have all of the, the prancing around in gymnastics kind of activities that I just think feels better watching a movie. I love the comic book style action of Jean-Claude Van Damme. Have, I think I've seen every one of his movies and it'd be an honor for me to meet either one of them because they were such influences in the 80s and 90s when I was younger and going to the movies. But there's something about the way Steven Seagal, his look, his moves, his I'm not taking any shit. I just love his attitude. He's crazy as all bat shit. I mean, there's yeah. no doubt about it. that fucker needs therapy. But his movies, um, if I had to pick, and I love them both, I'm going to give the edge to Steven Seagal. Wow. Hmm. Look, so we're, so you guys are all maybe that's the maybe it's the difference between UK and uh, and uh, the uh, the Americas here. Van Damme was know? a bigger hitter over here. I think, I think so. Uh, Certainly, yeah. he was huge here too. But I uh, maybe maybe you're right though. Maybe the American audience in general gravitated more to Seagal because he didn't have the French accent. <laughs> I think it's the sheer number of films. I don't, yeah, I don't, I know he, uh, Seagal did Hard to Kill, Nico, Under Siege, that one with oil yeah. with Michael Caine. Is Michael Caine in it with dyed hair? Oh, I think so. Yeah, um, he plays um, some, some uh, boss, some yeah. boss bad guy. Oh my God. I would miss uh, the Baywatch girl coming out of the cake in Under Siege, but uh, no. Oh. <laughs> I could yeah. I could not live without. And you got kickbox- Tommy Lee Jones too. So come on. Mm. I couldn't live without Kickboxer and uh, Bloodsport and stuff like that. I love those films. Yeah, just that 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 dance. You scene. know what though? <laughs> you either one of these two actors. I think uh, when it comes to your show, the Spotlight Reflection Show, I think either one of these uh, actors should should both get a a healthy dose of Spotlight Reflection over the coming There's years. There's a very 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 good chance. It's guaranteed. It's guaranteed. Good. <laughs> yeah. All right, number three, Ben. Back oh, yeah. to you. This is this will be an interesting one. People ten years from now stumbling across this podcast go, "Why is that even a question?" Ready, <laughs> Ben? Would you rather have to make a roll of toilet paper last for a month, or a roll of paper towels last for a month? Uh, toilet rolls again. Simple. You can. You'd rather be able to make one last. Oh, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I do some rather large dumps. <laughs> and I use so you, it's not can you make a magic toilet paper roll that lasts a month it's you have to take a regular roll of toilet paper and it has to last you for a month 
or a roll of paper towels and make that last you for a month? Which one would you rather have? I mean, we're not allowed to flush paper towels down the toilet, though, are we? We're not allowed over in this country. So that, that well, you shouldn't. It's just bad for the plumbing and for your septic system and everything in general. You shouldn't, but yeah, yeah. Um, but you, yeah. I don't, I don't know. Do you have police that come in and check for flushing of paper towels? Or <laughs> do you have, do you have, do you have some tracking mechanism? Like, uh oh, uh, flat two twenty one B just flushed some paper towels. Why the fuck Sherlock Holmes dumping paper down the toilet? <laughs> well, the, that's the mystery. <laughs> Um, Moriarty set him up. Well, well surely, it, <laughs> technically speaking, you can make the the, the paper towels last longer because they're bigger. So, okay, let me try it again, Ben. The question <laughs> is: you get either one roll of toilet paper that has to last you a month, yeah. but you get as much to- as much paper towel as you want, or vice versa. You have to make you get as much toilet paper as you oh. need, but you can only make one roll of paper towel for a month. Well, it's toilet rolls then. I'll, I'll make one paper towel last for a month. I hardly use them anyway. Okay, so you'd 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 rather make the paper towels last for a yeah, month? Yeah, because they they're used for my ass, and I don't really use paper towels much. I just use cloths and stuff, really. So. Okay, that's finally we get <laughs> we get an answer. I I didn't think this was a complex question, but somehow Ben saw complexity where I didn't. <laughs> then again, Ben does have something for his ass. I always yeah. uh, he's always talking about. I love it. it. I love my ass. <laughs> Adam, what about you? Would you rather have to make a roll of toilet paper last a month or make a roll of paper towels last a month? I'd rather make the paper towels last a month because if I'm just using them to like dry hands and stuff, I can, you can flap your hands around. It's harder to flap your anus around to get rid of the shit. <laughs> so the, after about a week, well. I'd, have to put, I'd have to hair dry my ass just to dry all of the residue and then sort of, I don't know, crumble it off with your hands. So I, that's just not very good. So... Yeah, or, or like Ben, you save up a very long, slow fart and let that air dry your backside. <laughs> I, I don't think I could make a roll of toilet paper last a week, let alone a month. <laughs> well, we're all in agreement. I would rather make sure I have an extra roll or two just in case the Super Burrito Supreme decides to show back up in liquid form. But I can make a roll of toilet uh, paper towels last a long time. I can. I actually grew up using dish towels and hand towels to dry and wash and wipe dishes, so I can do that for a long time without paper towels. Yeah, yeah. I think we've all learned, though, haven't we, recently to make a make a toilet roll last for months. <laughs> 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 By default, over in this country, we've had to. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, sometimes you know it's the law of supply and demand. Sometimes it demands that you stop with uh, taking up all of your supply. So, all right, Adam, to yes. you, would you rather? be an extra in a remake of Return of the Living Dead or be an extra in a remake of Shaun of the Dead? I I would Return the Living Dead, I think, um, simply because I think you could remake that and probably do a half-decent version of it. I don't think Shaun of the Dead is really remakeable. I think, yeah, I think Return of the Living Dead is more likely to be the better film as a remake, so I'd go in that just for my own... At least I could say I've been in something half decent-ish. I don't think a return of a return of Shaun of the Dead. Fuck knows what that is. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's a mix of the yeah. two movies: Return of Shaun yeah. of the Dead. <laughs> uh, which, which okay, and I, and the reason I yeah. picked that is, and you can do a little plug here. Not too long ago, you guys did a spotlight reflection we on did, Netflix, and uh, it very much enjoyed the film. I really, really like the film, in fact. But um, I'd rather they didn't remake either. 
And I do love Shaun of the Dead as well. Uh, but it's just a newer film. And I think pretty much they've done what you can do with that style of kind of uh, comedy zombie film. So it shouldn't be remade. Return of the Living Dead. You could remake that for, I don't know. That was all like punk music. I suppose you could remake it with modern music in it, whatever the fuck that would be. Uh, K-pop. <laughs> Grime or something. Get Billie, Billie Eilish can like whisper into the microphone <laughs> like she doesn't give a shit about what she's singing. <laughs> Here comes the zombie. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Billie Eilish. Jesus, I hate her. <laughs> all right, Ben, what about you? I'm not massively au fait with either of these films. I'm going to be honest. I've only seen Shaun of the Dead once Ben, that wasn't the question. I know, but I'm just saying to, <laughs> to have the choice of what you want to be in or what you don't want to be in, it sort of it, it boils down to you have to have seen them, surely, to make that choice, I would have thought. Return of the Living Dead, I can't remember. Yeah, well, that, that does, yes, that does yeah, help. I, I would have assumed you'd seen them. Well, Return of the Living Dead, I can't remember. I watched that when I was a kid. Like, I just can't remember it at all. So I'll, I'll probably just go with that. Because I'm just none the wiser to what goes on in that film. Yeah, but you listen to the Spotlight Reflection show back. Not, yeah, at the, I uh, don't listen to film. I don't listen to these Spotlight shows until I'm watching the film. So that that's the way I do it. Oh really? man, oh, yeah, oh, I'm, Adam, I'm, I'm sorry. Hurt. I didn't know we were gonna we we're gonna we we're gonna peel <laughs> that scab off. Stabby's not listening to. He's not listening to. Um, what you call it? The the Clint Eastwood I've just done until he's watched it. Fair enough. So that that's uh, yeah. There's no point. I like to know what you're talking about. You see what I mean? So yeah. I would argue you did such a magnificent job with the Clint cast. I didn't have to watch it. And same thing with these guys doing the return of the you living dead. Need to watch I was like, these guys are so well, good. I, I agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, you're so like, they're not you so, so Ben, you're basically saying, <laughs> no, no, no. Ben, you're saying they're not so good, huh? They did Can a I, crappy job. I, don't put words into my <laughs> mouth. God, you're like my ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> when I get back to when I get back on the road again, I'll be listening. Don't worry. I just my my podcast listening listening has gone right down the swanee since being indoors. If I'm honest, so I've got lots. You to know what's up. funny is that's across the board. I've been yeah. seeing reports that as much as thirty to forty percent drop in podcast listening because people usually listen in their car yeah. at the gym when they're doing things outdoors and. A lot of people have found themselves choosing to be stuck watching, uh, binge watching and doing things exactly. like that or playing video games. I can't sit indoors uh, listening okay. to them. It's just not my thing. So. so Adam, don't worry. I know you've done a good job. I'll be listening soon. Don't worry. Yeah, whatever. But hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here's the first time I'm going to answer. And I initially was going to say, and I, and I wrote down my answer was Shaun of the Dead. But after listening to Adam and listening to his logic, I'm changing my answer, and I'm going to go with Adam. I think you're right. I think Shaun of the Dead is practically a perfect version of the comedy zombie movie. I don't know how you could improve it, and I don't want to necessarily be in a shitty remake, whereas I think Return of the Living Dead, even if it falls short, it's still going to be fun to be in, so I'm going to pick Return of the Living Dead. How's that? That's fucking brilliant. There you go. See, you changed my mind. Excellent. Yep. There is one bit I, I would it. take out of Shaun of the Dead, and it's the bit where they offend my fucking favourite band of all time. Okay. Oh, Dire Straits. Throw it. Oh! Dire Straits. I'll, I'll change that scene. <laughs> you know where they're throwing <laughs> the vinyls? That's awesome. It is absolutely awesome as well. It's really funny. Amazing. I've seen people get the right arse with that, and I've always come and said, no, no, the funny thing is... Simon Pegg is a huge fan of Dire Straits. He said it in a lot of his interviews. And that's the running joke he always has. He tends to have a Mark Knopfler song in his film. So there's Romeo and Juliet in... Um, is that what film he done? 
anyway, in most of his films, he, he, he tends to put, put, put in there. So it's not, even though it's a mock what he's doing, it, it's, it's more of a commentary on that every motherfucker had the Brothers in Arms album back in those days. Everyone had it. Exactly. And so um, yeah. bad reputation, you know, bad news is good news, that sort of thing, you know. So it, it's quite funny. But yeah, if I could change it, I would change it to somebody else just out of principle. But yeah, so that, that, when, I, when I was a kid, I didn't get that. I didn't get it when I first watched it. How, when did it come out? Oh, it's, <laughs> gosh, it's been a while. It's, it may be 15, 18 years ago. So I wasn't maybe? a kid then. Okay. When I, when, 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 I was a, when I was still a grown adult who couldn't take a fucking joke. So you were an offended little snowflake I was. years ago. Anything. I used to- it was 2004. That was 16 years ago. Jesus. Jesus. I'm, I was only 15 then. That's crazy. <laughs> sure you were. <laughs> it's a great film though, isn't it? What a film. Superb. It's one of my wife's and I's all-time favorite. Uh, she's not in big into the like the zombie movies. We loved um, the, uh, the 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 TV show The Walking Dead up until about season seven, and it got kind of uh, it got dumb, and then it got really bad, and then so we stopped watching it. But we love Shaun of the Dead. Uh, I love um, <laughs> I love Zombieland. It's great. I've seen the first. Do one. you? Yeah. That's good to know. I'm glad you <laughs> like Zombieland because I heard that there was a B make of some movie called Zombieville, but it really never went anywhere. <laughs> what is Zombieville? I must have heard it somewhere. Well, nobody really knows because I no. mean they went straight to video. Uh, so brilliant. Uh, <laughs> it's in the bin. It's at the bin at the discount dollar store. Oh, superb! Have you seen the new one, all Zombieland? Right. Have you seen the new one at all? I have not no, seen Double Tap no. yet, but I heard it's oak. Okay. I heard it. Yeah. It does a good job being a sequel. It's not as original because you've already seen the first one, oh, okay. but it does okay. Yeah. I, I, a lot of people I, I, that like those kind of movies said, eh, it's a worthy sequel. Not as good as the first, but still worth watching. Oh, good. All right, Ben. And I, I, I now regret writing this one because I think I know what your answer is going to be, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Would you rather stay inside most of the time, but be in great shape or have a bit of a gut, but get to go outside most of the time? Uh, inside with a great shape because that's exactly what I am if I'm honest <laughs> I, do my, I do my exercises every I knew, day I knew I do, um, after your first answer with the VR watching movies by yourself I was like fuck this is going to be an easy one for him too yeah I, I, yeah, I, I don't I, I won't miss all the plebs outside so yeah I, I've, they fucked me off these people the just general people so <laughs> I'd rather stay in, in my little VR VR shack and um, just, just do my press ups and weights indoors just do all that yeah, got easy. Adam, it's too easy, what a, man. What about you? Would you rather uh, you know have a great you know physique, but you're stuck inside most of the time, or get to go outside, but mm, got to deal with the gut? How how obese am I? Am I, am I outside? Well, I just, I wrote down bit of a gut. I didn't want you to be like some rotund ball of just lard kind of waddling <laughs> down the street. If it was you know, you've got your typical, you, you don't look like Thor, but you kind of got the dad bod. Uh, I, I, I couldn't stay inside all the time. I'd have to go the outside one. I, I'd have to suffer, suffer a little bit of, bit of a belly oh, if I can go outside. I'm too vain for that, I'm afraid. I can't be doing that. He's so vain, he only wants to look good for himself. Nobody yeah. ever is going to see I don't want to look good to my virtual friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, can't you look like whatever you want as your avatar? My avatar looks ridiculous in it as well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm definitely with Adam on this one. I don't care if I'm not perfectly in shape. I'd rather be able to go outdoors, have fun, walk around, jog, fish, kayak, hit the lake, go camping, all that kind of outdoor stuff I love doing. <laughs> if I have to have a bit of a gut, nah, it is what it is. I won't be alone. I can tell you that. 
Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually in deep thought there. How funny is that? <laughs> Sorry. I just realized how that sounded. I don't mean I would be alone solo like you are, Ben, who's choosing to isolate yourself. I mean, I wouldn't be the only one out there with a gut. So oh, I can okay. at least, I can blend in with all the other fat tub alards. <laughs> can't do, I can't do it. I got, I'm too, I got, you know, too much respect for myself. Can't do it. So you don't die hard too when uh, one of the one of the bad fellas is butt naked in front of a television doing some oh, stretches. Yeah, he's a fit guy, isn't he? Is that you? But with a VR helmet on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> apparently so. Based on his earlier answer, watching movie. Yeah. He was watching Jaws butt naked. <laughs> That's exactly what it was called. Jaws butt naked. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's an arousing film, obviously. So. Well, there's a lot about blood flow. Well, I just can't help myself. <laughs> Wanking over dismembered bodies. What can I say? Mm. <laughs> oh, he's a right good nosher, that guy. <laughs> All right, last one. Adam, yeah. would you rather have your social media feed filled with needless drama knowing you don't have to read it or have your television filled with needless drama knowing you don't have to watch it? In other words, you know if you go to read your social media, you know what you're going to see, but you're going to deal with it anyway. And same thing with TV. You can watch it, but you know you're going to be dealing with a bunch of needless drama. Which would you prefer? Drama on social media or drama on television? I think I think probably the... Oh, God. Maybe the social media because I all, it's already full of that and I ignore 90% of it anyway. <laughs> 95% of it. 100% of it most of the time, to be fair. As... <laughs> I don't even go on the WhatsApp group very often, so... We noticed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm not ignorant, it's just I can't be asked. <laughs> too, you're too busy in Animal Crossing, mate, mowing your lawn. That's what's going on. Mate, turnips. <laughs> ben, what about you? Would you rather have your social media fill, feed filled with needless drama, but you don't have to read it? Or your TV with needless drama, but you don't have to watch it? 100% social media. I mean, in all honesty, that's, that's what's going on now anyway. It's filled with it and you don't have to read it, do you? So it's very, very simple, that one. TV, I, you'd have to be watching live TV for that, wouldn't you? That live right. news and that sort of thing, which I don't do anyway. So to me, it's an easy one. Just go with the, the social media. And I'm going to go with the exact opposite. And I'm kind of <laughs> like Adam, only because I do tune out the social media, but you can get little nuggets of, of interesting stuff. You get to meet people. You get to have some interesting relationships. I wouldn't have met you guys if it wasn't for social media. So I think there's more of a plus to at least being able to wade through the shit versus television, which I cannot stand if I watch uh, nightly news or four or five programs in a row. That's just one bitching drama fest after another. I just, I want to just take my own life at that point. So yes, I'd rather have social media and dump the television. In fact, I very, wa I watch very little television because of that already. So I'll pick social media. But that's what I thought I just did. Well, you picked. Oh, you did pick social media. Yeah. Did you, did we all just pick social media? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then I heard it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what one of my rents are? The hosts of podcasts who don't fucking listen. I'm in agreement with both of <laughs> you, you guys. Like that, Adam? Hey, that's a big enough rant, isn't it? Podcast host, hosts who don't fucking listen. <laughs> The professional my ball, ball <laughs> <bag here. laughs> 
Well, you know, sometimes Ben, you meander to your answer. I get lost with what you're trying to fit, what you're trying to say. So I, I wasn't like, really he, paying he, as much attention. He just weren't listening <laughs> at all. No, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut that whole segment right there. There's only five questions this week. That's brilliant. Don't you dare! Oh, you have to put it in the outtakes. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right. Well, we are cruising to the very last few seconds here of our rant show. Uh, Hopefully this one gets the stamp of approval and makes its way into the 60 minutes with verse. And so before I uh, give you all the what fours and particulars of 60 minutes with, uh, I introduce both these guys as also members of 60 minutes with. Let me start with Adam. You're on a couple of different shows. Uh, 60 minutes with is the banner name of the podcast, but there's actually several different offerings. Let folks know where they can find you, uh, both podcast-wise and if they want to interact with you on social media. Yeah, on the podcast, I'm on the ABC Gaming with Ben and Chris. We talk shit for an hour, uh, a bit about our whatever we've been doing and many other topics. How long? We talk about some gaming. How long do well, you stay? Maybe. I know, just the start He's, of it. He said uh, an hour. <laughs> yeah. Well, an hour for the start and then yeah. we move on. Yeah. No, the oars the oars d'oeuvre is an hour long. We we were, we we were between two and a half hours and three hours last night. So yes, that's, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I'm also on the Spotlight Reflection Show with Chris, where, uh, as mentioned, we talk about um, films from our childhood and see if they still hold up. Basically, um, social media you won't find me really anywhere. I do exist. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Eight Mutterings, but I'm very very quiet. Yes, you are. We've established that very quickly within our own team. So that's awesome. But I'm glad, I am still glad you were able to join us and join us for the first time. And hopefully you'll want to come back and do it again sometime. Yeah. Thank you very much for having me. Absolutely. It was fantastic. Ben, where can people get a dose of Ben 40 Ford? I do a, um, as Adam just said, I do the game show with them. We sort of try and do once a month, but it sort of more pans out once every two months at the moment, which is pretty good for our standards. That's great fun. Um, and I also do the um, the Fording Ahead show with you, Alan and Chris, which is a brilliant one about just looking at the ways to be positive in life and not let the tensions get on top of you and just on top of you, on top of you. Uh, can we do that again? <laughs> <laughs> God's sake. Got the old BMDs tonight. And then, um, yeah, and so it's just great fun doing that. And it's just um, that sort of, um, well, it'll be the fourth one, it? the third one it'll be coming up. Fourth one, yep. I can't remember where it is around there. Uh, that's great fun to do, and um, seriously, just um, give give little tools here and there of how you can deal with the stresses of life without getting yourself too down about it all. It's all about positivity, guys. It's fantastic. Excellent. And, you can find and of course, me. don't forget, don't forget the Clint cast. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I and- get why you would forget. It took seven months to go from episode one to episode two, and then it took yep. eight months to go from two to three. So. Who knows how long? It's nine months, I guess. I, I would to go say to nine four. months, I guess. Yeah, probably nine months. Yeah. Now, the Clintcast, that was really good fun to get back. That's myself and Dave. We cover, we're going to be covering all the movies of Clint Eastwood, the ones he directed and the ones he starred in. Just at. Although you won't, because you'll be dead. <laughs> at this rate? Yes. I thought we weren't going to mention anything about what's going on at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> great fun and we've just covered the first two movies we've just recorded the second one which was for a few dollars more um it's just brilliant we're gonna go through them all um, chronologically um the way that when they're released and yet yeah, which is great fun so just check it out it's all about the great man that is clint eastwood and you can obviously find me on twitter at xx4dxx 
Excellent. As always, appreciate you being here and enjoying that. And I love the fact that you join the rant show, but you have your own show on positivity. So it's sort of the yin and the yang. You get to bitch and moan one day, but you get to be positive about it the next. So that's awesome. Yeah. And of course, I am part of the uh, rant show hosting this, which has been a lot of fun. Uh, this is, should be this this should be as long as it gets past the censorship board. <laughs> we will be episode number five of the Rant Show. But I also got to be uh, asked to be part of Ben and Chris with the ABC's Affording Ahead that positivity show. We take our uh, examples of what we've learned from life and how to be a more positive person and see the good in in more of what's going on around us. And that's been a lot of fun to get that one off the ground. There's only a couple of episodes in the can, but there's another one getting ready to come out. A little bit later, uh, we're going to try to do those once a month. I also have a separate podcast that uh, allowed Ben and I to become uh, virtual internet buds. Apparently, he likes virtual friends. So we uh, we, we met via the uh, my, our podcast called The Wilder Ride, where we look at the movies of Gene Wilder one minute of the movie at a time. First season, we did Young Frankenstein. Second season, we did Blazing Saddles. We had a little bit of a hiccup between a, a, a death in the family and some other things going on in the world that have put a bit of a hold on season three, but we will get back to it forthwith. We've also, as part of what's going on, made every one of our episodes in our Patreon page. We've got a Patreon show that we normally make uh, the money that it takes to help fund the podcast. Uh, we've made all those episodes free to everybody for a limited time. So depending when you hear this, uh, it should be available. If you want to check it out, patreon.com forward slash the wilder ride. Uh, movies that are not about Gene Wilder, but they get the Wilder Ride treatment. And let's wrap with you are listening to 60 Minutes With. You can visit the website 60minuteswith.co.uk. That's the numerical 6060 Minutes With. Don't get it mixed up with the news program 60 Minutes, although it is funny to get those emails read from time to time with angry watchers of the television news show running to us about why they didn't like a particular sub- subject being carried. Go to the website, use the contact us page to leave us some feedback. You can read previous reviews. We've also got the ability to meet the team, learn about all the different podcasts, check out some movie reviews, music reviews, video game reviews, lots and lots of great content. You can also find them on Twitter and you can find them on Reddit. There is no Facebook presence for 60 Minutes With, just Twitter and Reddit. And come on back next time, guys. Listen to all the podcasts, but if you like The Rant Show, share it, like it, put it on your own feed. And let's uh, let's see if we can't become influencers. Uh, we're okay with that because we know how to handle it. We were raised properly, so we will use it properly. And uh, just come on back and, and join us again on another edition of The Ranch Show. Hello, hello, hello. Whoa. Hello. <laughs> I've had to run to get on the headset. Yeah. How you doing, buddy? You right? <laughs> oh, it's, it's so funny. It's like you're letting me know I'm here, even though oh, I don't mate. have the headset on. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I've just finished up eating. I've lost the day today, mate. I did not realise the time. Unbelievable. <laughs> Feels like you're really at a cinema. I can't explain it. And just watching Jaws earlier on, well, you can imagine. Because I've never seen that in the cinema. And I just feel like I've watched it in the cinema, you know? So. That is that is so cool. See, my thing would be is I'd, I'd still want to be able to use my surround system that yeah. I already have for the oral, ex, the aural experience. <laughs> the A-U-R-A-L. Right, that, that oral yeah. versus the oral. Although I'd like to have the oral experience while I'm getting an oral experience too. <laughs> oh my God, could you imagine porn? No, 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 we've got it now already. There's VR porn. I haven't even looked into it yet. There's actual VR. Are you serious? Oh, it's been there for about three. It's been there since the door, since VR came out on PC and that. Yeah, it's, it's VR porn. You go on there right now onto like porn hubs in VR and that. And it's crazy. I actually haven't. Okay, tried it yet. that's 
if, if I needed another, that's it. I mean, that's it. I'm sold. I, I was thinking myself, it's one of those things, isn't it? Imagine dying in that position, though. I mean, you won't know anything, you won't know anything about it, will you, if you die? But, but, <laughs> but I feel sorry for the people catching you. <laughs> Wow, could on. you imagine <laughs> just a smile on your face, hand just like cemented to yourself with your own biological goo? Do you remember there was a there was a, a British um, uh, politician, I can't remember who he was, but he he died by some self-asphyxiation thing going on, wearing all the gear, the uh, tights and all that. Back, you know, about 20, <laughs> that was about 20 years ago, but it always reminds me of that. Imagine being caught like that. That'd be just that. Well, you wouldn't know anything about it, would you? But it's just embarrassing for the family and things like that. All right, let's see if Adam's ready. We'll pull him into some of this pre-conversation. Let me uh, try hitting the uh, audio button. You still there? Ben? Oh! I think I fucked up. Hey, Adam. Hi. Hey, I think I just fucked up. I was had Ben on, and I think I just hung up on him. So <laughs> let me... <laughs> let me pull Ben back into the conversation. I hit call you instead of add somebody. Right. And so Ben may be even talking to himself. <laughs> don't don't worry. We this happens every single time we do one on a on uh, last night we had the same problem. Chris kept fucking Hello it up. There. So. Hello, oh, ben. Hello there. Sorry, Ben. I uh I, I went to call Adam instead of add Adam, so it hung up on you. That's right. <laughs> the the more I've done shows with you, I swear to God it's true. You're becoming a better, more prepared <laughs> podcaster, and I keep fucking up every time. I, I think it's just you feel more at ease. You can just be yourself with us at a lower level. It could very well be. <laughs> All right, Adam, uh, since this is the first time, you yeah. how do you feel uh when you see you recording on Audacity, it's mm -hmm. just you when you're talking, right? You don't see any of ours, right? Uh, I see. I'm not recording yet. Should I be recording now? Oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is almost like a rerun of the first time me and you recorded, Adam. Remember? <sighs> yes. <laughs> and then, and then uh, Stabby did it to us yeah. uh, with the ABCs affording ahead. He's like, oh, should I be recording now? I'm like, yes, you should be. <laughs> Do you know, I love um, Zombieville. Like <clears throat> I love Zombieville. I thought it was superb, the first one. Zombieland? Zombieland, that one as well. <laughs> <laughs> can you cut this shit out? Can you, can, you edit, can, you, can you edit this stuff? Just quickly, let me just say, I do rather like the idea that... Um, I, I imagine that Dave has to go through these podcasts with a fine tooth comb. <laughs> so should we just all have like a big three piece three piece choir at the end of us singing something about the virus? And see, <laughs> to, to, see, to see if he checks it all. <laughs> at the very end, we'll just have like angels going, COVID 19. <laughs> well, you've done it now. You've done it. <laughs> uh, okay. Guess that, that's it. That was amazing. That, that, that there was exactly how it's done professionally, Adam. See that? Crazy. Yeah, that, that, that's the difference. I think that's the end, isn't it? <laughs> it sounds like it. <laughs> <laughs>